Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10:30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. Gospel of John chapter 10. I assure you, anyone who sneaks over the wall of the sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. For a shepherd enters through the gate. Yes, he does. Verse 3, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him. The watchman, listen, the Holy Spirit, the gatekeeper, cracks the gate. You and I are the sheep. The Holy Spirit, say, opens opens the gatekeeper that might say watchman opens say my heart opens my spirit so Christ can come in as my good shepherd amen listen to this and the sheep hear his voice or oh, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep hear his voice and come to him He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Mary, Rabboni. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, notice what Christ does. He walks ahead of them and they follow him because they recognize his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him. Say run because they don't recognize his voice. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant. So he did a Zoom group and said, I assure you, I am the gate for the sheep. All others who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. Wherever they go, they will find green pastures because he's leading us. All right. The thief's purpose, this verse that is so used by not just prosperity preachers on television. This verse is used by a lot of us. And it's a great verse. It's kind of reached in and plucked. I'm not going to say out of context, but in the context of this great verse is the fact where there's sheep, a sheepfold, a shepherd, and a robber. And the watchman, the Holy Spirit. Look at verse 10. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give life in all of its fullness. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will leave the sheep because they aren't his and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. Remember David? Thy servant had a wolf come and a bear come and a lion come and I smote that lion. I smote that bear. Okay. Amen. 
The hired hand runs away because he is merely hired and he has no real concern for the sheep. 13, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. Just as my father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. Quiz, what animal is not the sharpest tool in the box at the petting zoo? If you said donkey, you might be a redneck. That would be the wrong answer. Okay, if you're needing more help, let's go to the second slide. Well, Mulkey's hurrying. What animal is mentioned 500 plus times in the Bible? Wow. All we like sheep have gone astray. I put the address in because that's what my professor on Fridays teaches. Put the address in so I can make sure the one teaching is rightly dividing the word of truth. All we like sheep, that's a precious chapter. It goes on to say, we're not going there, the Lord laid on him, Christ, the iniquity of us all. I'm so happy to be one of his sheep. All we like sheep have gone astray. I am the good shepherd, John 10. Wow, what a great verse from early life through midlife and through this life. I am the good shepherd. I looked up some experts, and I cannot take credit for coming up with this on my own, this slide. Sheep have no sense of direction until they get married. When a male sheep gets married, he's leaving all the driving to the chief. He doesn't even need Google or navigation or, or, or MapQuest or, or whatever it is. Before a sheep is married, all of them, they have no sense of direction. Have you ever had a companion, a friend, a colleague in life and you said, that's for sure. That person has no direct. Come on, are you there? Let's make this a, a team effort. Number two, sheep are defenseless. Wow. You know, you look at some of these things on the Animal Channel and different things, and, you know, like, a, you know, from a skunk to a porcupine and, and to the big animals, they... Most of them have something to defend themselves. Would you say amen to that? Sheep are defenseless. Aren't you glad that no weapon formed against you and I will prosper? I'm in the Lord's army. Number three, sheep can't get up without help. A year and a half ago when I was talking about sheep, I remember reading, if they roll over, they are helpless to be able to get up. Near where we live, and my mother-in-law loved for me to take her and stop and uh, drive up close as we could to the property and, and see the sheep. They, they, they would kneel down to eat in green pastures. But if a sheep, if you and I get bowled over, say bowled over, the good shepherd gets us right side up. 
I wish somebody would be happy about this besides me. Come on. The good shepherd puts us right side up. Right side up. Sheep are emotional. I felt so uh, much improved when I read that. Sheep are emotional. And they recognize the shepherd's voice. Do you like this one? Sheep are not meant to carry burdens. It said that they, they would load donkeys and oxen and other animals down. But nowhere do we find that they put burdens on sheep. Look at me, sweet flock. Look at me. Look at me today. A loved one that needs healing. You need a shot in the wallet or your finances for the month. You're overly charged with sins forgiven and you need the, yet they come back to you and we need the joy of sins forgiven like we celebrated communion. This, remember this, you and I were not engineered to carry burdens. Simon Peter writes, back up to the loading dock, unhook your burden and roll them on the Lord. We love Jesus for so many reasons, don't we? His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Remember in our studies over the years that he takes the heavy load and we just stay in pace with him next to him. Wow. John 10, I am the good shepherd. I want to pause and have you think uh, if You'd have had a sketch before you. You're smart enough to retain this. I want you to think, I am the good shepherd. I want you to think, as I said earlier, shepherd, sheep, sheepfold, and the door to the sheepfold. We'll leave the enemy who wants to uh, pounce on the flock and poach what does not belong to him. Aside, I want you to think shepherd, sheep, sheepfold, sheepfold. I think even during this season of the, this pandemic that's brought certain sets of demands health-wise for honest. We need to value the sheepfold. You and I are sheep. Christ Jesus is our good shepherd. Everything that we have is because Christ is the door to the sheepfold. And you know, you've heard this by your teachers on media, previous teachings, that the sheepfold had no door. The shepherd stretched out from where one post ended to the other post. That's why Jesus said, I am the door. I have read the experts, some who have been shepherds, and connected this to gospel teachings, that Christ being the door enabled him 
Not so much to count the sheep that came in, but to recognize that we were under his care. (laughs) We were back in the fold. Busy day, maybe a good day, maybe a righteous day, maybe a wandering day, but when we crawled over, which they did, he was the door. He is the door to the sheepfold. I want you to think in your mind's eye, without it being tedious today, of the sheepfold. Say boundaries. Boundaries. And we nuzzle next to sheep, especially in winter. <laughs> and uh, Frank, you're back. Uh, you know, uh, oh, it's so good to see all my brother and sister sheep. And we crawled over our shepherd to get there. And then he rises when the fold has come home. We hear his voice. He hears our octaves. (laughs) Think of that setting versus not having a fold. I'm just a do-it-yourself sheep. I'm carving my own way in this thing called life. Wow. Really. Reminds me of that coyote Grace and I saw getting on 205 at 18th Street. That's a coyote? She says, that's a coyote. Whatever brought the coyote down into civilization, he'd probably say we built on his, didn't he? (laughs) Probably. Coyote. Wow. Right away she's wanting to get pets and cats and dogs inside. You know what? That's good teaching. I could puff my wool out when I'm standing next to the shepherd, but when I'm outside the fold and a wolf, a thief, a coyote comes by, I'm going to be quiet as I can until he gets out of there, and I'm making a beeline for church Sunday. Are you tracking with me? Let's think of this word, sheepfold. And I know so many of us, we're thankful, we're grateful, but let's say, oh, Lord, a fresh appreciation for the fold. Uh, For the fold. So thankful that you're our chief shepherd, our great shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. Your pre- you, pre- you prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Israel, I've told you several times, there's actually a valley called, quote, the shadow of death. A ravine overhung by high precipitous precipitous. I count the uh, syllables our granddaughters use. That would be a big one. Ravine overhung by high precipitous cliffs affords a covert to the beasts of prey. Say, but my eyes 
are fixed on my shepherd. And he has the AK-47. Can you say amen? Okay, I I gave you these fast, but I'm going to rapidly go through them to get to my main point today. The Lord, my shepherd, is attentive. The Lord, my shepherd, is patient. The Lord, my shepherd, does not grow weary. The Lord, my shepherd, is proactive. The Lord, my shepherd, feeds me. The Lord, my shepherd, has eyes on me when my eyes are not on him. I really like that one, too. The Lord, my shepherd, comes after me in dangerous places. Okay, yes. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? I'm coming after you, Mulk. That's what I'm doing here. Remember? Climbs the mountains, goes through the sea. Yeah. The psalmist said, which maybe that was a little bit from in that great song, is if I ascend to the highest heaven, there he is. If I make my bed in the lowest Sheol, knock, knock. Who's there? The good shepherd saying, all right, let's go back. Say that with me. Let's go back. Let's go back. And think about this with your extended family, your adult children. Think about these truths of the shepherd function for every single person that he owns. And those that he's after. Because remember what he said uh, in John 10? We, we didn't read that part. He says, I have other sheep that are not of this fold. That was the evangelistic shepherd saying, I'm going for more sheep. The Lord my shepherd comes after me in dangerous places. The Lord my shepherd prevents the enemy from devouring me. The Lord my shepherd will be with me all the days of my life. We've looked at this slide before, but think about this. The Bible talks about valleys. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Valleys. Remember, we're sheep. He's the good shepherd. He gathers us in the fold, but when he takes us out for nourishment and water, when he essentially leads us in and out of jobs, marriages, families, etc., we go through the valleys. I put COVID-19 down there. All of us are in the same valley. I realize some have allowed a crispy spirit, uh, you know, uh, and you know what's Caesar up to now? What's Nero doing to the church now? What's Caesar doing? We know. Truth is, we're all in this valley. I'm proud of you for maintaining your prayers, Zoom, classes that we can have, the sweet joy of fellowship. I'm thankful for each of those opportunities. We are not parking in this pandemic. We are going through this pandemic. Joshua 7. I looked these up. They're phenomenal. Valley of calamity when Achan took of the accursed things. Psalm 84, the valley of Baca, weeping. I won't take time. You've got them to look up. That through the valley of weeping, the psalmist wrote, will make it a well. Wow. Talk about not parking in the valley. We're not parking in this miserable circumstance. 
were going through this miserable circumstance. Hosea 2, the valley of Achor, through. What about David? Valley of Elah, Goliath, going through. Say through. That's probably, besides coming back to define sheepfold, shepherd sheep, the Holy Spirit, the watchman, the gatekeeper, is these next couple of points, these to-go points for us today. Through. The valley we go through for our shepherd is with us. This is not the scenic route. This pandemic is not a scenic route. Satan dreamed up a good one this time and added it, enacted it. A smoke bomb to throw into sheepfolds across America and the world and scatter the flock. Anti-masks, pro-masks, anti-government, pro-government, the sheepfold, say sheepfold. That's where I want to be. Through the valley, for our shepherd is with us. Some to-go thoughts for the growing believer. Am I allowing God to lead me? He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And again, am I camping in the valley? I probably like this one. For me, this one has maybe good teaching traction today. A family we pastored years ago lived out, I think, toward Melrose. Like, would that be west of our church there? Sat in the back row, dark, unhappy. Finally, becoming acquainted with Dalton, in Tennessee, his nephew had a loaded rifle from the family, playing with his eight-year-old cousin, Dalton's son, pulled the trigger, and his son died. Tragic. He moved as far west as he could, ended up in southern Oregon. But he brought Tennessee with him. And after a series of months or Sundays, Dalton just faded out, faded away, faded out. He traded everything the shepherd had for him to camp in a valley that the shepherd wanted to lead him out of. Ron Palermo, precious preacher, followed us in Ojai, California. Precious man of God. When he signed on to succeed Kathy Grace and I, he never told the congregation that the church in Idaho where he left broke his heart and he was camping in Idaho. And the Helen in Idaho that broke his heart, he found a Helen in that congregation. The Bob in Idaho that betrayed him, he found a fresh Bob. And from standing room only on our farewell to pick your seat anywhere you want before 
sweet Ron's precious guy, but he can't. The shepherd leads me. Say that with me. The shepherd leads me. You and I are not permitted to park in a no parking zone, to camp, no overnight camping, sometimes with financial reversal, bankruptcies, marriages that sour and end that say, well, I'm never going to have another friend because this friend broke my heart. Are you kidding me? You're the one punished for what someone else did. You and I allow ourselves to be punished for what someone else did. I'll throw this in for sweet Shirley and her ministry. It's, I read the other day that when you snuff the life of a fetus, for the couple that had the pleasure of sex, the fetus pays the death penalty. And Shirley has a group. You might get in contact with her. She has some leadership to point you to that if you've gone through that, how many know all sin is forgiven? Yeah. I think God ought to track down the male donor and swat him some. I'm only saying this. Don't park in sorrow. Don't park in sorrow. Don't camp when the flocks moved on. (laughs) I do that in this pandemic. I refuse to camp in this pandemic when my love for the Lord is fresh every day. I encourage fellow believers. I jump onto Zoom or the phone call, encourage my family. When I dive into Sundays, dive into Fridays, when I make calls, when I help, when I give alms to that person that I don't know, I don't let my right hand know that I really know him, and I give to where I do know. I'm not camping in this pandemic. Horror stories across America, probably the West, of of ministers. I understand their revenue, income, and flock is just a shadow of once it was. But I love your shadow. I said, I love your shadow. And the chief shepherd knows where the green grass is. He's so good, so good, and I'm thankful for your faithfulness. Don't camp when the flock has moved on. Don't camp. And if there is a season in it a day, if they shut everything down again, we're all in this together. Let's say that real quick. Ready? We're all in this together. Amen. No overnight camping. Money loss, relationship challenge, health threats. He is the Lord that heals. Amen. So the Holy Spirit opens up our daily fellowship. We come in through the opening of Jesus Christ and we read our scripture, our Psalms, and we pray our prayers, be a blessing, try to have something to give away to someone else, and we say, I love my good shepherd. This is our go-home thought. No camping. No overnight camping. (coughs) 
Father, we love you. We give you all praise and all honor and glory today for this time that we've had together. We bless you, Lord. And we're so grateful that you are the good shepherd. And I just picture that shepherd laying down across the door opening of the fold, laying down his life for those sheep, keeping them safe, keeping them together, keeping them from all harm. We are so grateful for that today, Father. Thank you for this reminder from your word. And we just give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Amen. Lord bless you guys. Have a-